everybody, welcome to <laughs> Sippy Cup Cocktails. I already I started that. Yeah, you did, but we did a whole poop bit, and I didn't think that'd be appropriate <laughs> for the podcast. So let's start again. Go ahead and cut this, me. Got it. Hey, everybody, welcome to Sippy Cup Cocktails. I'm Lance. I'm Poop. Cool. <laughs> so now I got to put that cup bit back in. All right, good deal. Uh, sorry. This this new face to face setup is going to go great. I can no, already tell. No, this is going to be bad. <laughs> My lips are chapped, though. They hurt so bad. What'd you do? It's called the weather. <laughs> it's called it's cold and windy and it hurts. Yep. Yeah. My fingertips are all chapped. Are you Are you finally coming around to my point of view? Which like, is what? Winter weather is good for like the 48-hour period from December 24th through December 26th. And then... You're a bear. It doesn't matter how cold it is. You're have you hibernate and you have layers and layers upon hair on your body it's so you're comfortable layers and layers you're making me sound like a mutant <laughs> you have at least I two have, layers of no, hair I on have your body a layer of I'm, thick luxurious no, no it's probably about two thick luxurious have you laid on your own chest no you have it yeah. your chest is like prickly it what yeah, it's that's why when you always say, "Do you want to cuddle cuddle up?" and I'm like, "Uh, no, I want my space tonight." It's because I don't want the hair like digging into my flesh on my cheek. I have soft, luxurious conditioner. You need to condition hair, better than I conditioner. You need to use conditioner. You were gonna make me buy a bottle of conditioner just for my chest hair. I think so, or your whole body, because like even if I curl up like next to your arm. It it's can be that a little bad? rough. It's rough. Seriously? And it pokes. It must be the length How of it. How does it poke? It's, it's so long. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, my husband's just flashing. This is audio. It's fine. <laughs> He's flashing me. This right is audio. Now. We're not inappropriate yet. <laughs> oh, my God. All I can think of is of Diane listening to this <laughs> and going, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Hope we didn't cause her to crash her car mm. on her commute. <laughs> I don't know. Or Claire's going to go, what? are they talking about <laughs> and she's gonna have to explain body hair to claire she's seen me she knows <laughs> remember lance you know he's part bear part human oh the hairy guy that plays the dice game oh yeah <laughs> that guy uh, we made it through thanksgiving hallelujah yeah we're in one piece so even though it's i don't know if we made it we're still in the phase of the schedule screwed up Jackson's sleep schedule, so now, as Lance said it today, he made a very observant, um, observant observation observation today. <laughs> um, we were watching Monsters, Inc., and Jackson tends to get up between 2.30 and 3 o'clock every night for the last, you know, week and a half week now. Week and a half, yep. I think, yeah, 10 days. And you know how at the end of Monsters, Inc., they switch from scaring kids to making kids laugh? Well, that's what happens with Jackson. So, technically, Monsters, Inc. is a documentary. It's a documentary. Yeah, it makes sense now. At some point in the evening, a monster comes out of Jackson's closet, tells a stupid fart joke, and he just laughs and laughs and laughs. I don't even think he has to tell a fart joke. All you have to do is make the noise. Or make some stupid <laughs> noise that Jackson finds entertaining and, yep. and off Yeah, And we goes. know it's a documentary because he's super into the pictures of the monsters and characters in his books. Mm-hmm. So th- that's real. Yeah, he's into the Muppets right yeah. now. I, You know, it's Monsters, Inc. The credits are a lie. It's just a Monsters, Inc. by Ken Burns. Wow. Yeah. It's a documentary. Yeah, so maybe Ken Burns <laughs> is a monster. 
No, he's just a good documentarian. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, he's the guy that did like Civil it, yeah. War and all that stuff. So he followed the monsters around to. Document yeah, he went this. to the monster world, took a camera, and just he brought back very riveting footage. That looks cartoonish. Well, they're monsters. Okay. <laughs> so I have an observation <laughs> from Thanksgiving weekend. What? And we talk a lot about our perspective on this podcast. We do. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know if you paid attention to the last episodes. Oh, I haven't picked episodes. that up. Yeah. In the, like the last year and a half. Yeah, it's no. only been no, 62 episodes of this. Mm. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so we had like a relatively small family gathering on Thanksgiving Day. Correct. And then a very large family gathering on the Saturday. weekend after. Yeah. You, know, you hit both families. That's what you do. Yep. Being the parent... Of multiple neurotypical kids mm. sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. And not in a figurative sense. It literally sounds like a nightmare mm -hmm. because we listen to two hours straight of kids just screaming. screaming at each other. And that was the game was just screaming. screaming. They were playing dinosaurs. I, or I think two of them were. And the other one <laughs> were just mimicking them to try to like scare them off so they could have a few minutes of like age appropriate like of, of 10 year old time. actually they were just jumping on the bed in the spare bedroom yeah, uh. <laughs> yeah it, um, it's so just yeah. i i sat there i'm like well and then i don't know if i'm equipped for this your cousin was like <laughs> what is going on what's that noise i'm like are you not used to the sound like and not that i am but we have friends that come over that have neurotypical children and they're very much just loud and fun and they're all over the place. So I'm very much used to that noise when yeah. other parents have, you know, when other kids are over. But yeah, her face was just pure terror. Like, what the? <laughs> and she's a school teacher. So I didn't understand yeah, that. I but she was just like, is someone hurt? And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, yeah. this is adorable. At that age, she was fun happens with the volume cranked all the way up mm -hmm. and then more. Yeah. But she had like pure terror, like concern on her face. Yeah. She just, she was funny. But yeah, I just thought just our experience, of course, forms our worldview. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I cannot imagine us getting anywhere near the amount of reading that we get done if we had multiple neurotypical kids. Oh, I can see why typical parents don't get to read. <laughs> yeah. Or... Like, you know that's a good point i take back my criticism of a lot of people saying like i don't read I'm like why not yeah now i know because they have kids <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i get that now holy <laughs> holy hell yeah um kudos yes yeah. well like that's even tonight like i was rereading jackson's iep and behavioral management plan and like you were just you were on jackson like between cook mm -hmm. and dinner and you know we were managing him together and then you let me just finish reading it. And so, like, if we had typ neurotypical and more than one, there's no way I'd have to wait until now to do that. Yeah. Or do it on my break at work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, uh. So, yeah. You'd anyway. have to do it while walking on Lego bricks that are just scattered all over the floor. That's like a parent's worst nightmare is Legos. I know. Yeah. Oh. It's when it hurts your foot as a kid, you know it's bad. Yeah. And uh, kids don't even step on legs. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't feel them because they don't have nerve endings yet in their feet. That's why. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. They mm -hmm. just haven't developed nerves in their feet yet. Yeah. They just... Well, that's like... Okay. So, remember when you were a kid, of course. Yes. So, you had a gravel driveway. Yes, I did. When no, you were... not gravel. White rock. Like crushed rock. Okay. I had gravel. But either way, 
Same thing, kind of. Yeah. When you were a kid, you could run across that almost barefoot. Oh, easily. Yeah. And now as a kid, if Jackson runs... Like, thank gosh my parents paved their driveway. Because <laughs> if Jackson took out there and I only had, like, flip-flops on, I would be... Ow! 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 Even flip-flops. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. It's yeah. so painful. Well, that that's my point, is we would do that as kids. Stepping on Legos? Uh-uh. I would never step on Legos as a kid. Well, yeah, but you had a fascination about Legos. No, I just, I did that once, and then that was like that oh. image of like, never again. This is true pain. Oh, I don't recall that. I had, Forget I had... waterboarding. <laughs> really? Just... You're going to compare it to waterboarding? <laughs> like, stepping on a Lego. You know, wa- a reference from like 20 years ago to a reference from 10 years ago. Mm, I'm moving no. more present. You can stop. <laughs> I never had Legos. I only had like... Well, okay. I was a nerd, and as I got older, you know, I got into Harry Potter, so right. I got a few Lego sets from that. But growing up, I only had like the big, like the not the Mega Blocks. Yeah, Is that what like, they, were? they were still hard. Like they had right. the hard. They weren't the soft one, but yeah. But they were not like the little Mm-mm. little two by two squares of no. death. <laughs> nope, never had those. Oh well, missed out. Shucks. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> what was life? Yep. Wish I could go back in time and have Legos, but I just, I just can't. I'll have to crap myself to sleep tonight. Well, the good news is now you're an adult with disposable income, so you can just have Legos. No, because I spent that disposable income, income, sorry, on um, additional Christmas decorations this year. Uh, so, yeah. About that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the fun text. I, I'm sitting <laughs> at work and I just get a text like. By the way, I just spent all your money at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> You're welcome. They're cute decorations and fillers. Sure. Not teeth fillers. Decoration fillers. Right. Like, yeah. Because there were blank spots on the wall that needed to be filled. Which I'm going to take down now. Yep, exactly. Because I don't like them. <laughs> yeah. I'll still use them. I, just yes, you are. Else. Yes, you are going to use them. I was almost tempted to take back the one decoration, the snowman, the three snowmen. But I'm like, no, I'm not taking back one thing. <laughs> it can sit there. It looks nice on the mantle. I did rearrange the, the Santa Clauses, though. Yep. Did you notice that? No. Mm, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's too much to notice the small stuff. Did you notice the Christmas tree? That we put up? Yes. Yeah. I wish UNL would stop calling me to ask for a f- donation. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's the holidays. What better time to ask the people that are still likely in student debt to give you more I money? I unsubscribed from the freaking emails. Oh, I did a still. long time ago. But I've been unscribing to emails like all the time right now. Like um, all these things we signed up for the elections and then like um, some odds and in here. And they still keep coming. Yeah. It's... I, I, I finally did a purge. Black Friday is your chance to do a purge of all of your subscriptions because yeah, if everybody anybody email. has your email, you're getting an email on Black yeah, Friday. I didn't have too many, so I'm good with that. Yeah, but it's this Ballotopia. That one's that Will one's not was rough. Stop. Yeah. yeah, that was that was a good uh, resource before the election to see like what was on your ballot and well, uh, I signed up for who all your I'd local news, candidates and then would I be. didn't got nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway, yeah. On to parenting <laughs> stuff. What do we got? Uh, well, we uh, excuse have... me. Oh my god, I'm sorry <laughs> that came up on. 
Uh, we have another successful year of not going out and trampling people on Black Friday. Woohoo! Because I didn't you do have any to work. shopping at all. Nothing. I didn't do any. I didn't. I did shopping on Cyber Monday, but it was for Hobby Lobby. <laughs> so that doesn't count. Yeah, in person at a store. Yeah. I almost pulled the trigger on something on Cyber Monday. You did Monday. buy some something Cyber Monday. You bought the printer. I did. Yeah, we bought a new printer because uh, <laughs> instead of spending. 35 bucks on a new ink cartridge for our existing printer we can just buy a new one for 40 bucks and it does what i want it to and uh i can print photos right from it yep yep so instead of just buying a cartridge for a printer we just bought a new printer and this is why uh america, america. is why it is america <laughs> yeehaw <laughs> <laughs> I, I like how you just go from like America to America to like Yeehaw, which is like this little like square foot section in Texas. <laughs> you just keep narrowing it hey, down. That's that's America for you. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I almost pulled the trigger on a couple things, but it wasn't really stuff that I needed. So. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I know. Being fiscally responsible. Yeah. Not me. I spent money at Hobby Lobby. Yeah. But, um, but actually, you know, it wasn't a full amount because I bought a calendar for next year for my favorite artist. Um, and um, I had to buy a picture frame for work. So I'll get reimbursed for that. Well, there you go. And I have to go back and buy more. And I won't <laughs> buy more Christmas decorations. I was actually pretty disappointed with their selection of stuff. Well, yeah, if you want Christmas decorations at Hobby Lobby, you go in August. Apparently, I didn't get all the Valentine's Day Damn. and uh, St. Patrick's Day stuff is out right now. It is. Like, is it uh, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just making. A, I was making a dumb <laughs> joke. I thought, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> They'll wait until at least January second before they put out Valentine's Day stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, overall, did you have a good uh, Thanksgiving weekend? So we took a week off of the podcast just due to life yeah no it was a good week um but like it was going nice and slow and then it kind of i blinked and it was over yeah and i like that sounds right putting up decorations on the weekend but like it was all day sunday we did it and it just that day was just a blur yeah like but the highlight of the day was jackson snuggled with me yeah that was really nice and i got to read the same page in a book like 20 times yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. a pup pup and cup cup pup pup cup something like that yep that rediscovery dr mm. seuss will get you oh man i had it memorized for a while <laughs> and then my fo- finger started hurting because he was like taking it and like he grabs your hand it. and just mashes it in <laughs> mashing it into the book like this word then this word mom and now this and this word again and then we're gonna read these over and over five times <laughs> so I-, I had that um today Oh, because, yeah, sorry, walk, 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 talk, we like to walk, <laughs> that too. <laughs> anyway, what? Um, he was doing that to me today of, like, I was reading a, a book to him after we got done with our little screen time after our expedition, and over the past few days, I tried to, I had to fix a problem with our microwave, mm-hmm. and I sliced my index finger open on a piece of sheet metal, yeah. just trying to take it apart, uh-huh. and so he's grabbing my index finger, and the cut is literally on the tip of my finger, and he's just mashing mm. it into a book, and I'm like, yes, we're reading a book now, and I'm not going to smack you because you're my son, and you don't know what you're doing is hurtful. <laughs> 
I'm going to need stitches was, after this. And he got done. I was just like, ah. <laughs> I felt like Loki after uh, Hulk smashes him into a flo- the floor in Avengers. Like just, but just like, with your hand. Just, just my hand. <laughs> I can't feel my finger. Oh my gosh. Just that check on. Am I bleeding? No? Okay. I'll probably be fine. <laughs> <laughs> just don't bleed on the kids' books. Gosh, you're such a lovable furry guy yeah that was a yeah. good pullback yeah well i didn't want to say the one word on on air <laughs> <laughs> now i'm curious what the one word is oh. don't do it <laughs> <laughs> all right so down to business okay we are here to talk about staring okay okay so as I know this is more autism related podcasts, but the last holiday weekend, oh, it was a couple, I'm, this is my second glass of wine <laughs> or third. It's, it's second and a half. You, you drank part of the second and then topped up. Oh, that's right. Okay. You, you don't just get to keep refilling before it's empty and go, this is just my first glass. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> I've only had one glass of wine. Do you have a big gulp? Like that uh, image of that one glass of wine, and it's like a girl holding it up like this. Oh, yeah. What was that? Wine that what was that Courtney Cox show? Yeah, something like that. I think it's it was. Cougaring? Cougarville? Cougar Town? Cougar Town. Is that yeah. it? It might have been. Yeah. So, anyway, we um, had a weekend where we got two meltdowns out in public. And within 24 hours. Within 24 hours. So that was a little bit rough. Um, yeah. We went to a hockey game on Friday night. And upon leaving, we thought we had waited long enough. We went to leave and Jackson was not ready to and did not want to. And well, he was fine until he realized we were directing him towards the stairs that led right to the doors yes. to exit the arena. Yeah. He did not want to leave. So we got Lance got bit very nicely on his forearm yep um and has a nice bruise is it that a bruise still yeah Yeah, did you scrub it so the hair didn't oh yeah yeah well you know it's bad when the next day you wake up and your hair you know massive amount of coarse uncomfortable arm hair is just (laughs) matted into your injury (laughs) conditioner that condition that what conditioner Use conditioner. There we go. And it wouldn't be like that. Um, so anyway, we got him outstairs. Outstairs. <sighs> <sighs> gotta do one of those things. Good thing uh, I'm just reading later. <laughs> uh, I'm not doing anything technical on the computer. Oh, maybe I might play Crash Bandicoot. I don't know. At least you're not the one in charge of editing the podcast. Correct. <laughs> anyway, so Lance basically handled him why he got him down the stairs half carrying him half trying to coax him down the stairs got him outside and that's where this dipshit (laughs) excuse my (laughs) language decided to blatantly stare at us why jackson had his little meltdown in front of the doors because we just got outside and we're like we need a break we just want to recoup and oh i i was like i told the guy i'm like something here we're staring at and he just looked at me like oh shit and walked on but it's like yeah. come on dude so we finally got him to the car and then the next night we had we took uh, jackson to the grocery store just grocery to run store. some errands yeah af- because the snowstorm was coming in we thought oh we'll just get it done real quick he was in a good mood all day even mm-hmm. though we had been at families for a couple hours 
um, had traveled, gone to family function, come back, traveled, um, took a break, went to the grocery store. Anyway, left there. And um, for those who don't know, autistic kids can get like really focused on a specific function or task or um, item. So his right now is Lance's debit card. And when it goes into the merchant machine. Yep. It's the, the little chip and pin card. The reader. Yep. It disappears kind of. And he flips out. He doesn't understand yep. that it's just going in there and it'll come right back well, out. It's it's like he understands the process because he, he'll offer to put the card in himself. But as soon as he has to put it in and leave it, mm-hmm. it just trigger something it makes him upset and angry and combative i don't understand that he had a meltdown just in the checkout line of the grocery store Mm -hmm. and it you were great of trying to redirect him and trying to just thank you get him towards the exit (laughs) while i finished paying for the groceries yeah while the you know terrified 18 year old clerk was like I don't know what to do here. Yeah, and, and he like, was so nice before that. He was just chit-chatting with you, and I'm like, yeah, we just scarred him. <laughs> That's yeah. all I can think of. I'm like, um, he's going to have stories to tell tonight. Yeah, it was he was so just chit-chatty, and then as soon as Jackson had his little meltdown, this kid just froze up, and to the point of, like, Jackson was, like, kicking the candy stands. I'm trying to, like, put the Snickers back and, like, <laughs> pay the card. I'm like, I'm so sorry, and yeah. he just stares at me just like, yeah i i get off at nine (laughs) can you please leave (laughs) but you try to redirect jackson and then i rush in and try and like distract jackson with the cart because he likes to cruise on the shopping cart Mm -hmm. and we both end up fighting over our own son for five seconds understand one was trying to distract him (laughs) and the other one was trying to maintain him and vice versa yeah yeah but anyway, we get out uh, to the parking lot. And Lance endured another bite to the arm mm-hmm. and is fighting with Jackson in the car. And I'm putting the groceries in the back, just trying to like hurry up so I can get in the other side of the car to help buckle Jackson in while Lance hold his arms down. And this lady <laughs> literally walks by with her husband. They both kind of look at like what's going on, but nothing like too bad. And then she blatantly looks behind her to like stare at us. And I'm like, please don't stare. Thank you. And she's like... <gasps> I'm like, yeah, I yeah. saw you. <laughs> like, I didn't say that part, but it's like, come on, people. Like, why all of a sudden? And the thing is, I know it's going to get worse as he gets older, but it's just like, and I don't know if it's just because of the mood we were in after, you know, the long weekend, the holiday weekend. And I know, like, I don't know why all of a sudden I caught people staring this time around where I've never noticed them do it before. I don't know if I'm just becoming more aware of my surroundings, yeah. but I was just... Well, all I can say is, I mean, it, it may get worse as he gets older. We mm-hmm. He may get to a point where he doesn't have these kind of meltdowns. Yeah. We, we don't know, but mm-hmm. it's it's a possibility. Yeah. All I can say is, all of these people are lucky you are the one noticing <laughs> and not me. Because I would ruin their day. <laughs> Papa bear coming if, out. Just Yeah, just the fact where you just, you would calmly ask that woman if... uh. You know, can you stop staring, please? Yeah. Like, I would just strap him into the car and just march after him. Like, no, come look. Come, take a picture. Come. Hey, maybe you wanted friends. You can take a video. You want to come see? Come here. Come here. Come get a part of our life. You're going to sit down. I'm going to tell you our life story so you can understand. So you don't just look like a fucking jackass and just stare at our Calm kids. down. Calm down. <laughs> Holy moly. No, this is this is me. It's finally, like, letting out. I can't stand these people that just think staring at a situation 
Mm-hmm. A helps the person. Yeah. Is it, it? It's a complete sign of disrespect to me that people will. All right. <laughs> but take it with a grain of salt. Have you ever stared at anybody else? I probably did when I was younger. Yeah. And and I don't have the viewpoint, or sorry, I didn't have the viewpoint I do now. Yeah. But it's just when... I mean, everybody stares when there's a car accident. That's true. Yeah. But it's just, like I say, they are lucky that when I am amped up and I'm trying just to, like, my adrenaline is pumping and I'm trying to calm down Jackson and get him to relax and do what we need him to do. You know, because oftentimes we're in a parking lot where there are cars or we're trying to get yeah. him buckled into the car mm-hmm. that I don't see these things. Yeah. Because while I have a very great deal of patience for my son mm-hmm. and for you. Well, thanks. I have zero patience <laughs> for other people in public. Oh, yeah. I get that. I just, it's a catch-22. Like, I am more of the mind frame of calling people out. And if I guess if I ever stare at something going on, I would expect the same now, knowing that I finally have spoken. Um, so it's more aware, but I notice have I've noticed through the years, like if um, we're out shopping and a child's having a complete meltdown, whether it's disability related or just a temper tantrum because of a normal two year old mm-hmm. having a fit and falling in it i'm not going to stare at that mom if i happen to catch her eye i might smile and nod but i'm never going to like roll my eyes or just stare and like not say anything right it's yeah it's my reaction when i see that stuff out in public now is a quick assessment of can i as a stranger help Mm -hmm. and 99 percent of the time it's no yeah because no one's gonna like let some strange guy walk up like here let me take your well, kid for a minute stories here lately that there's been people like that yeah, yeah i'm, in the I'm news, just which is good i think it'd be nice but like especially from our standpoint like if jackson's having a meltdown and he's kicking and biting and pulling and throwing and trying to just elope the last thing I'm going to say is like, oh, yeah, you handle him. Like, yeah. no. like <laughs> Somebody comes out like, no, you, get to the chopper. Can you actually be our bouncer and just keep people away from us? I'd rather have that than anything. Exactly. But um, just for a little bit of autism awareness and understanding. Yes. Um, meltdown triggers um, can be caused by too loud and or certain noises regardless of the volume. Too many people and or new people. We have that issue this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had it a couple like weekends in a row. Um, there's too much going on, which is related to the one before. Um, lights are too bright. Not a really issue with us. <laughs> we love lights. We love them on. We love them off. Um, too much air blowing on them and or temperature. Not in their usual schedule. Been there, done that. Different location and or environment could even be that they are not in their usual seat. Hungry, thirsty, and or tired. They are simply done with activity, regardless of whether or not the event is over totally relate to that one yep and don't have a certain coping mechanism in place in handy and we've been there too yeah so So, but all this leads to i've i've overtaken this podcast i'm sorry (laughs) that's all right um all of i wanted to bring this all up because then you had an experience today that was quite the opposite and i thought that kind of goes hand in hand yeah we we've talked before about a extremely helpful clerk at our nearest costco location (laughs) 
it's not the local Costco because we have two. We have two. In your face, Milwaukee. I don't know how many Costco's they have. Actually, in your face, Sioux City. They have none. Yeah, suck at Sioux City. Yeah, because I heard that from our cousins this weekend. Yeah, they don't have a Costco. They don't. Eat shit. <laughs> Sioux City, we're never coming there again. Um, but there's there. I've talked about her on the on a previous episode where... She is a former educator of special education kids. She worked with autism kids in the same school district that we go to. Mm-hmm. And it was just, you know, people have shifts. Mm-hmm. So we go to Costco uh, about the same time every week. So mm-hmm. she's always there. Hence the schedule for an autistic child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and today we were kind of going up and we were wrapping up our Costco trip. And it was pretty dead in there. There was basically one checkout. Oh run. really? That is it. It was really super slow, weird. and I say there was basically one person lined, and I was the next one, and she was. How are people about... going to buy all their mass products and pirates? <laughs> 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 Internal joke. Never mind. Yep. Go on. <laughs> um, they were internal uh, inside. Jeez. Internal joke. Yeah. <laughs> That is such an HR term for it. Like, this is an internal joke for our company. Oh Don't God. tell your other friends. I sh- sh- <laughs> Let's keep this internal joke inside these walls. Oh my gosh. Okay, I've worked too long today. Anyway, go on. So, um, and I was just taking Jackson up to that checkpoint, and she saw us coming, and she recognized me and Jackson. You know, surprising, the guy with the giant beard and the eight-year-old human monster. As you, like, indicate (laughs) higher than you, taller than you are. (laughs) It feels like it sometimes. (laughs) And she runs over, and she's like, oh, 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 here, I can get you here. And she Mm -hmm. just basically runs over to her checkout point to just take care of us and helps unload the cart. And she looks him right in the eye, and how are you doing? Are you doing okay? Are you having a good day? And then, you know, he says bye to her yeah and then so i said no no no. what do we say yeah hi hi great and then she asked me how was he doing and i give her some information i and because we've interacted with her often enough i tell her like he's having a little issue with like checking out at stores like with the card and the Mm -hmm. chip and pin and she goes oh okay that's interesting but we go through the intro and he's just pushing the little keypad button because he likes a little like "Eh -er," noise it makes I don't. And then it's like the most annoying sound ever. <laughs> that and when people leave their cards too long in the settle the merchant. Yeah, but I pull out the card and he sees my wallet and he's very fascinated with our debit card or we haven't quite figured this yeah. out yet. And he gets upset, so I tell him like, "No, no, you can do it. You can help pay." And mm-hmm. to the point of, "Here, let me help you." And I help direct his hand to put the card into the little slot. And then I hold it there because you have to leave it there. Mm-hmm. And he flops. He starts fussing. He starts kicking. And and this this cashier, who, again, she has not understand, but she basically is just telling me, like, take all the time you need. This is okay. I'm here. You know, I'm mm-hmm. here to help. And, you know, Jackson yanks the card out because there's an error. And he kind of tosses it. And he reaches up and he yanks out a chunk of my beard. <laughs> Yeah, you, you kind of have a patch there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, and the whole time she, so like, here, I got you. And she reaches over and puts the card in so it's there for me while I kind of stand Jackson up. And I kind of get him settled while I punch in the pin number and everything. And then by the end, she's just 
kind of says like, hey, hey, you're doing great. Aw. You know, thank you for coming. (laughs) It's, it's, she's, she's great. She's, she is somebody that gets the experience because she's worked with kids with Mm -hmm. autism and doesn't she have a grandson granddaughter and she has a granddaughter who is the same age as jackson who's also nonverbal autistic so she has a very very tight specific window into our point of view but she she just made that experience so great because there were people at that point that were lined up behind us Mm -hmm. because i was the only person in the checkout line yeah they thought it was a check like they didn't know any different she she even took the time to at the end of it after jackson calmed down because he had the card yeah. back. She comes around the checkout point to bend down and say goodbye to him face to face. That's so sweet. And like there were th- two or three people lined up behind, and I didn't bother to look back to see if they were rolling their eyes or bothered or anything. But she was. Who cares? Yeah, she was great. Yeah. And then of course Jackson's like, "Cool, I got my card. Let's go." <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't realize just how sweet the lady was with yeah. him. To the pickup truck. Yeah. That's so sweet. But yeah, it, it was a really great experience. You need to catch her name next time. I it's I, I'm a, I I get I think I know her name. Okay, that's fine. But uh, I don't feel comfortable like releasing it. Yeah, that's probably yeah. a good idea. Um, but um, we have one more piece of sort of informational business today. Oh. Dun dun dun. <laughs> no, it's we we both saw the headline. There's a new study about out about autism prevalence. Yep. Um. People may have already seen this because I saw it on every major news site. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but this study says autism prevalence is now 1 in 40 U.S. kids. Yes. Uh, where Which the, isn't surprising. Yep. Um, so basically that is 2.5% of the population, um, which is an estimated 1.5 million kids mm-hmm. from ages 3 to 17. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's sorry. that's, that's your reali- scientist <laughs> i just realized i was doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm, a lot and i'm like oh let's keep this up um now in comparison earlier this year the cdc released an updated version of its report on autism prevalence mm-hmm. which uh <laughs> <laughs> that time you had a mouthful of wine it's okay i know but still <laughs> um the cdc uh tracks autism prevalence currently as one in every 59 kids so yeah, there's, I a, there's, there's See, a little discrepancy there. I saw a report that there. said 1 in 44. That was the last one I remember. Right. And, that and was I thought like, that was that the was CDC. A pri- no, that was a private group. Yeah, the CDC uh, official oh. report is 1 in 50. But now this report is 1 in 40. 1 in 40. So it's even gone. Now, down there's further. there's a couple things to unpack here. Mm-hmm. Um, unpack. This, this new survey, <laughs> not physically, oh, not, not okay. boxes. Gotcha. <laughs> well, there are boxes there. Anyway. Um <laughs> This survey was, uh, it, sorry, this study was conducted by survey, where mm-hmm. they surveyed parents who basically asked, is your kid, like, has your child previously been diagnosed as being on the autism spectrum, and are they currently on the spectrum? Well, if, okay, but that, that question right there doesn't make any sense, because once you're on the spectrum... Once you've been diagnosed to be on the spectrum, you're always on the spectrum. Yeah, it's, it's not like I, autism gets better and you can like reverse it. Even exactly. though there's been people who have said they've been able to do that. BS. I call BS on all of you. <laughs> it's not like, okay, what can I come here? It's not like, oh, you have blue eyes. Oh, well, we can reverse that. But just like 
training your eyes to turn green. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? Like, oh, you have blonde hair, but you want brown hair. Okay, well, train your hair to be brown now. <laughs> by dyeing it. <laughs> yeah, by wearing contacts for your eyes. Yeah, exactly. So you can't put a facade over autism and say, yep. oh, yeah, it's all better. Oh, it doesn't exist. Their autism, they don't have autism anymore. Yeah, so so this was this study was essentially... Uh, conducted through the U.S. Census Bureau, so it's all voluntarily responded to. Okay. So it's, I didn't get no survey. <laughs> so it's not perfectly uh, scientific. Okay. Um, so what I think we need to talk about a little bit here is um, just the take that this is not an official scientific study. You said scientific study a couple times now. Okay. So... <laughs> Either way, the chief <laughs> uh, science officer for the organization Autism Speaks, okay. uh, by the name of Thomas Frazier, um, has said that the prevalence is not growing as rapidly as this study, this 1 in 40 study, indicates. All right. But he believes that the CDC's numbers are a little too conservative. Oh, so it's not as as low as 40 but it's not as high as the 59 yeah so he yeah he thinks the cdc is uh a little more conservative as to what they consider on the autism spectrum Mm -hmm. and the fact that this is a survey-based uh study Mm -hmm. is not perfectly scientific so he doesn't trust those numbers as well gotcha so according to the chief science officer of autism speaks we're somewhere between one in 40 and one in 59 children in the u.s are on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. So it's... And people just need to understand that the only reason the number keeps going lower and lower to make it more like prevalent is because it's getting better diagnosed. It's not right. just overall a mental disability or they're, they have a disability or something generically. Excuse me. Because these... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. That showed up pretty well for you being away from the mic. I like this new setup. Um, My brain's tingling. Yes, you're you're right. (laughs) (laughs) But I also have um, two comments. So, like, one, I'm on a local um, planning committee, region committee, and it talks about how many um, cases the district gets to, um, like, are recommended to their early childhood education program okay and um a lot of them aren't even parent based they're like grandparents based or physician based but it is surprising at times for me to see where someone's diagnosed them and or not diagnosed them but recommended them for their early child education because they see something that might need to be addressed and the parents withdraw them interesting yeah okay and it's not like huge numbers it's like maybe one or two um on a quarterly time we meet but it's still like you kind of wonder why like why did the parent withdraw i'm like was there really some nothing there or was it just because they don't want to acknowledge it because then i was talking with a friend this weekend too where she has her um niece or nephew where she thought you know he might be kind of on the spectrum maybe like an asperger's type of thing and but she just didn't know how to approach her relatives about it and so 
because she thought they might be in denial but it was funny because we talked about it and then she texted me and she said she had to help him out with something and they ended up acknowledging to her like hey this his teacher said x y and z that he might have asperger's or like a form of being on a um the spectrum sure and so they're gonna start doing this and that the school district's been really helpful and i'm like she's like it was just such a coincidence that we talked about it and then this happened so but like even like her her it was just the fact of are the parents in denial about their child having a disability not wanting to recognize it so is that where the numbers are too conservative yeah in that base yeah so it's anyway long story short that's my no no i i think that's i think that provides a good bit of the real world perspective Mm -hmm. um because i i don't like participate in any of those online groups or discussions and so i just have to As I, you come home every day and work with our child on it, therapy I, sessions. So, yeah, I, you're a total slacker. I, I'm fairly confident that the things I have to say don't fit into these Facebook groups for these <laughs> autism moms. No. <laughs> I'm no. pretty sure they don't want to hear my perspective. <laughs> like, Shut up. Deal with it. Go on. <laughs> Why are you complaining? Just fix it. And it's like, banned. <laughs> But, we need to remove Lance. He's just being a little hostile to everybody. Exactly. Hostile, Who's this guy? Hostile. I Either can't or. Talk. Where's a dictionary or a thesaurus? A thesaurus <laughs> won't help. No, just a dictionary. I can't <laughs> pronounce words anyway. <laughs> um. So, I think that's everything that's a we lot need to- we talked about. This, this is this a- was an autism friendly podcast. This was. This With is a, a little bit of wine and whiskey involved. This was a jumbo-sized episode of Sipping Up Cocktails. Is this coming across? Yep. A little bit. Definitely. Sorry, folks. <laughs> I don't know if I like this new setup. I'm a little bit more like, let's talk. Like, we're at a bar. Like Yeah. The We changed from sitting over on our sectional that, if you couldn't tell on podcast, I would get sleepy and quiet towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh-huh, let's just be over. I'm tired. I'm like ready for bed. And now we're sitting at our, because Lance, gorgeous man with hairy chest that he is. <laughs> That's your description you're going with? And a beard to just fluff. Uh, he made a brand new desk for us so we no longer have to use our kitchen table. Our old kitchen table. Hence, we still have a kitchen table. Our old kitchen <laughs> table. <laughs> I'm just rambling now. Is everyone thoroughly confused yet? (laughs) I don't know. I am. (laughs) So anyway, we're sitting at our old kitchen table. And it's like we're sitting at a bar, like having cocktails, chit-chatting. I'm definitely rethinking just getting tabletop mounts for the microphones. Because I hit it. How much you're smacking the table. I'm done. For those that can't tell, Hallie doesn't do any work editing the podcast, so no. she doesn't care that she's smacking the table. Don't. It was pretty, wasn't it? Can you hear my ring on the one? Yeah. You know I'm cutting all that out, right? Oh, fine. <laughs> well, thank you guys for uh, sticking with this. Uh, Slap table happy. What's what's the um, what's the big version of a cocktail? A jumbo. A jump. Yeah, the jumbo sized <gasps> version. I got a word right. <laughs> This uh, jumbo-sized uh, round of sippy cup cocktails. 
we, of course, will be back next week with more uh, parenting, autism, and general bullshit talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, yo, we yo. will see. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.